To God be the glory. Great things he has done. To his glory, I welcome you, dear listener, to Herald Broadcasting Bible Banquet, our daily audio devotional, a privilege for your quiet hour. It is coming to you in this season from the book of 2 Corinthians. By the grace of God, today we read 2 Corinthians chapter 4. Therefore, seeing we have this ministry, as we have received mercy, we faint not. We have renounced the hidden things of dishonesty, not walking in craftiness, nor handling the word of God deceitfully, but by manifestation of the truth, commending ourselves to every man's conscience in the sight of God. But if our gospel be hid, it is hid to them that are lost, in whom the God of this world hath blinded the minds of them which believe not, lest the light of the glorious gospel of Christ, who is the image of God, should shine unto them. For we preach not ourselves, but Jesus Christ the Lord, and ourselves your servants for Jesus' sake. For God who commanded the light to shine out of darkness has shined in our hearts to give the light of the knowledge of the glory of God in the face of Jesus Christ. We have this treasure in Eden vessels, that the excellency of the power may be of God and not of us. We are troubled on every side, yet not distressed. We are perplexed, but not in despair persecuted but not forsaken, cast down but not destroyed, always bearing about in the body the dying of the Lord Jesus, that the life also of Christ might be made manifest in our body. For we which live are always delivered unto death for Jesus' sake, that the life also, the life also of Jesus might be made manifest in our mortal flesh. So then death walketh in us, but life in you. We have in the same spirit of faith, according as it is written, I believed, and therefore have I spoken. We also believe, and therefore speak, knowing that he which raised up the Lord Jesus shall raise up us also by Jesus and shall present us with you. For all things are for your sakes, that the abundant grace might through the thanksgiving of many redound to the glory of God. For which cause we faint not, but though our outward man perish, yet the inward man is renewed day by day. For our light affliction, which is both for a moment, walketh for us a far more exceeding and eternal weight of glory. Why we look not at the things which are seen, but at the things which are not seen. For the things which are seen are temporal, but the things which are not seen are eternal. May the Lord bless the hearing and the reading of His word this hour. We pray in Jesus' name. Amen. Now of all that we have read from the scripture this hour, this is the sum. The apostles labored with much diligence, sincerity, and faithfulness 
That's what we see in verses 1 to 7. See, their suffering for the gospel was so great, you know, yet with rich support. Verses 8 to 12. You see, prospects of eternal glory that should keep believers from fainting under their present troubles. In verses 13 to 18. Now, these are great lessons we can draw from this reading. The best of men would faint if they did not receive mercy from God. And that mercy which has helped us out and helped us on, therefore we may rely upon to help us even to the end. The apostles had no base and wicked designs covered with fear and specious pretenses. They did not try to make their ministry serve a turn. Sincerity or uprightness will keep the favorable opinion of wise and good men. Christ, by his gospel, makes a glorious discovery to the minds of men. For the design of the devil is to keep men in ignorance, and when he cannot keep the light of the gospel of Christ out of the world, he spares no pains to keep men from the gospel or to set them against it. The rejection of the gospel here in the book of 2 Corinthians chapter 4 now traced to the work of darkness was not uh, what matters here was not what matters here indeed. It was the willful blindness and willful wickedness of the human heart Self was not the matter or the end of the apostles' preaching. They preached Christ as Jesus, the Savior and Deliverer, who saves to the uttermost all that come to God through him. Ministers are servants to the souls of men. They must avoid becoming servants to the humors or laws of men. It is a pleasant to behold the Son in the firmament. But it is more pleasant or profitable for the gospel to shine in the heart. As light was the beginning of the first creation, so in the new creation, the light of the Spirit is his first work upon the soul. The treasure of gospel light and the grace is put into hidden vessels. The ministers of the gospel are subject to the same passions and weakness as other men. God could have sent angels to make known the glorious doctrine of the gospel or could have sent the most admired sons of men to teach the, the nations. But he chose humbler, weaker vessels that his power might be more glorified in upholding them and the blessed change wrought by their ministry. Furthermore, the apostles were great sufferers, yet they met with wonderful support. Believers may be forsaken of their friends as well as persecuted by enemies, but their God will never leave them nor forsake them. There may be fears within as well as fightings without, yet we are not destroyed. The apostle speaks of their suffering as a counterpart of the sufferings of Christ, that people might see this, the power of Christ's resurrection and of grace in and from the living Jesus in comparison with them, with them 
other Christians were, even at that time, in prosperous circumstances. The grace of faith is an effectual remedy against fainting in times of trouble. They knew that Christ was raised, and that his resurrection was an earnest and assurance of theirs. The hope of this resurrection will encourage in suffering they and set us above the fear of death. Also, their sufferings were for the advantage of the church and to God's glory. The suffering of Christ's ministers as well as their preaching and conversation are for the good of the church and the glory of God. The prospect of eternal life and happiness was their support and comfort. What sense was ready to uh, pronounce heavy and long, grievous and tedious, faith perceived to be light and short, and by a short moment, the weight of our temporal afflictions was lightness itself, while the glory to come was substance worthy and lasting beyond description. If the apostle Paul could call his Savior and long continued trials light, and but for a moment, what must our trifling difficulties be, be today? Uh, faith enables us to make this right judgment of things. There are unseen things as well as things that are seen, and there is this vast difference between them. Unseen things are eternal, and seen things are but temporal, or temporary only. Let us then look off from the things which are seen. Let us cease to look for worldly advantages or to fear present distresses. Let us give diligence to make our future happiness sure. I pray as we think and prepare to do all the sins, that the Lord God will grant unto us grace to persevere in the midst of our present afflictions. And may He help us to endure unto the end. In the name of Jesus. Amen. As you go out this morning, dear listener, I pray the blessings of the Lord upon you. I pray that His anointing be mighty to break every yoke. I pray that He will give you favor before all you're going to meet today. I, I urge you to go forth. Go forth in the might of God. Shine for Him. And it shall be well with you in Jesus' name.